What's going on comic book movie fans? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema and today we're going to discuss the top 10 worst superhero movie villains of all time. An honorable mention has to be thrown out there to Mr. Freeze as played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. The ice puns, the amount of ice puns this guy fit into the movie is almost impressive in some ways. So it's kind of hard to hate on the guy too much. He gets the honorable mention here, but he's definitely not in the top 10. Okay, so for number 10, I have Malekith. Simply because he was in such a poor MCU film. And in such a poor MCU film, he was like literally the most forgettable character in that movie. Even the actor that plays Malekith has come out in interviews recently and, and complained basically about how disappointed he was with how the movie turned out and how Marvel kind of bottlenecked him creatively. So that's my number 10. Number 9 for me is Carnage as played by Woody Harrelson. Simply because it was Woody freaking Harrelson. I expected so much out of Woody in this film. Literally, it got me excited. The fact that Woody Harrelson was going to be playing a supervillain in a Marvel movie even after how mediocre the first Venom movie was, I was excited for the sequel. Woody Harrelson let me down big time. And that sheer disappointment that you have caused me, Woody, from your performance in this movie, which was super cheesy and over the top, is why I have you listed as number nine on this list. Number eight is going to be Taskmaster from the Black Widow film. Another iconic villain from the comics that was completely changed for no reason whatsoever. Let's take this iconic character from the comics, gender swapped him, because diversity. Oh, and you know how he's super talkative in the comics? Let's make this character not say a word. I'm sure that'll go really well with the comic book community. And what do you expect, Marvel? You get a lot of fan backlash and a very piss poor interpretation of a very beloved villain in the comics. Number seven's gonna be Venom as played by Topher Grace from Spider-Man 3. This is another example of a movie studio trying to cast someone who physically and literally does not fit this role whatsoever. What were they thinking? I don't know. Why did they cast the guy from that 70s show? Ask Avi Arad because I sure as heck don't know. Number six is gonna be Electro from The Amazing Spider-Man. Literally, you could take The Amazing Spider-Man and pick it apart and take all of its villains, all of its heroes, basically everything. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a whole other story in itself, but today we're definitely going to focus on some of the villains from that film. First one being Electro, as played by Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is a phenomenal actor. We've seen that in multiple different films. For whatever reason, when he got put into this movie, this character was complete and utter dog crap. It's not Jamie's fault. I'm going to blame Sony on this one. Sony doesn't exactly have the best track record, especially with their recent stellar movies that they've been putting out, such as Morbius, <clears throat> Venom 1 and 2. Let's just say that I don't have a whole lot of faith in the upcoming Kraven the Hunter film. Number five is going to be the Enchantress. Everyone's favorite Enchantress. Everyone's favorite witch. Wait, oh, this isn't everyone's favorite witch? Okay, well, at least she has really good dance moves, right? Cara Delevingne. Is it Delevingne? Delevive? I'm not sure how you pronounce her name. She really hasn't blown my socks off in anything that she's done, especially in this role. There was some cool visual imagery here, especially like the bit where the, the black hand grabs the white hand and it flips over and it turns into the Enchantress. You know what part I'm talking about. But overall, Cara Delevingne, Delevingne, whatever, doesn't fit this role at all. Number four, I told you we'd be coming back to Amazing Spider-Man 2 and that we're doing right here once again. Let's take Dane DeHaan. You know Dane DeHaan, the guy that was in uh, that movie with Cara Delevingne. Delevingne? Delevingne? 
not sure how you say it. Let's take Danny DeHaan, everyone's favorite teenage heartthrob, throw him into the role of Green Goblin. He'll knock it out of the park. Knock it out of the park, he definitely did not do. It was bad. The look was awful. Let's take the Green Goblin, take the mask off, which, by the way, the mask, having the mask in the first movie wasn't the greatest idea, especially when you had William Dafoe playing the Goblin, someone who already looks like a Goblin. Let's take the mask off, spike the Green Goblin's hair up like he's in Sum 41. That'll look really great. And for number three, to celebrate all the really bad number three movies out there, Superman 3, and at number three, the supercomputer from Superman 3. That's a lot of threes. Yeah, whose bright idea was it to make a supercomputer the big bad villain of Superman 3? This is the type of creative decisions that were getting made over there at that studio back in the 80s that caused that series to go kaput. With the exception of Nuclear Man. Nobody talks crap about Nuclear Man. He's the best. One of these days, Mark Pillow is going to be on this channel. Right, Mark? Yeah, this whole bit at the end of the movie of Superman 3, him using acid to defeat the computer is just so overly cheesy, so terrible. Who thought this was a good idea? At number two, we got to put Dr. Doom from Fan Stick. Fox ruined this character so many times. It's going to be so refreshing to finally get this character done right. Please, Marvel. Please, Disney. Don't screw this character up a third time. They literally stripped everything that was cool about this character away and made him a freaking computer hacker. Just like Angelina Jolie from the 1990s movie that came out, Hackers. He doesn't do a good job. He doesn't look the part. He doesn't sound the part. Especially even afterwards when he looks like he got wrapped with a trash bag and they gave him glowing green eyes. It's like really bad cosplay. So yeah, absolutely none of it works, and it was a terrible idea and a terrible everything. And number one, I saved the best for last, obviously. My number one is going to be Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. This is a prime example of what was Warner Brothers thinking. This guy doesn't look like Lex. He doesn't talk like Lex. He doesn't walk like Lex. Nothing about this actor screams Lex Luthor. I didn't want Mark Zuckerberg playing my Lex Luthor. I wanted the real Eisenberg, Brian Cranston playing my Lex Luthor. That's the type of person that portrays, that exudes that confidence, that masculinity. Not someone who likes to shove red Jolly Ranchers down people's throats. Not someone who giggles and laughs like a schoolgirl. Water Brothers, what were you thinking? Seriously, just to let everyone know. This is my personal opinion. You probably have a different personal opinion, and that's okay. We all have different opinions. Some of us like the dumpster fire that was Venom. Some of us like the sequel, which makes zero sense, but hey, that's okay, because we all have different opinions. The point is, we all have different opinions. We all see movies differently. If you have a different opinion, let me know in the comments. Let me know how wrong I am in the comments. If you haven't already, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We're climbing. We're inching our way to 500 subscribers. Any help with that is greatly appreciated. Check us out on Facebook. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Real Comic Book Cinema. Folks, until next time, have a good one.